Shout out to our man, Young Zell, who's going to be performing Light the Beam on Good Day Sacramento tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Make sure you are locked in, set the DVRs. We appreciate you so much for being here with us on this Wednesday, February 22nd edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me! He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Back after a couple of days off, man. Um, All-star break for everybody. Hope you enjoyed the best of show that ran yesterday. We had different versions running on the stream and running on the radio. Uh, Seemed so to confuse a lot of people. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what I could have done differently <laughs> yeah. outside of having like a little man in the corner just holding up a sign that said "This is best of." Like the show title was like I did. I, I checked once, like just to make sure everything was up and functioning because yeah. it had been programmed for a few days. Uh, particularly the the live stream version, the video stream version. And the the first comment I see is, why are they talking about Mark Jackson? <laughs> All right, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do it with y'all. I'm I out. mean, it's – I don't know, man. Look, man, I'm not, I'm not a rocket scientist. There are a lot of super smart people involved in, you know, watching this show. But I don't know. It wouldn't take me that long to figure out, oh, this is a best of. This isn't live. <laughs> it would take maybe – Seven I seconds just, max. I really <laughs> thought the title and the graphic would have done it. Like, I, I guess <laughs> we appreciate that we're so much a part of your daily habit that you don't even look at the title no more. <laughs> you ain't even worried about that stuff anymore. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. But as soon as I saw, why are they talking about Mark Jackson? I'm leaving. Y'all, y'all, y'all can watch this or not. Like, I, I, I need one, I need, I need one more day. We ain't got nothing to talk about. We do today, though. Yes, we do. Uh, in the Kings, to talk about. yeah, and most importantly, Kings back at practice. So was Malik Monk. There we go. Uh, there we go. And, and Malik said, "Oh, I'm good. Let's roll. Let's get it in. Let's get it, baby." Yeah, you know what? I've, I've been thinking about, um, been thinking about this for the last 24 hours or so. That's a shame. And. You know, I wanted to, you know, it, it, like reduce in my head or something. I wanted to wait till tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be the first game, you know, back from the All Star game. So I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I'll wait till tomorrow. But I can't wait, Damien. I can't wait. Let's go. 25 games left. Malik Monk is back. Let's go. We're on the precipice oh, good word. of something that we have not seen in almost two decades in the city the Kings making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. I see that. I'm ready to go. 25 games left. Let's go. Let's get to the playoffs. This is about to happen. You said it perfectly last week when we were talking about the energy and everything that's going on. This is, I don't want to say a once in a lifetime situation. I hope not. But the energy, well, you hope so. (laughs) You hope so. Because hopefully they're just making the playoffs forever after this and we'll never feel this this streak is about to be broken 
And I'm not saying that from a, a, a arrogant standpoint. I'm saying that from confidence in this team. The streets about you definitely to be misunderstood broken. what I meant when I said, "Yeah, hope not." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, tomorrow. The, the, the Kings have a very unique place in the league beginning tomorrow. Um, we're going to be the only fan base and media base, and the Sacramento Kings are going to be the only franchise that is hanging on every single game beginning tomorrow night. The Lakers won't. The any other you know the the, the Portland Trailblazers won't any other potential uh, play in team or playoff team they're not going to be hanging on every single game uh, like the Sacramento mm-hmm. Kings are and like the Sacramento Kings fan base is um, it is a countdown every game beginning tomorrow especially because of the game that's happening on Friday is going to be overreacted to mm. for better or for worse it's it's actually I take that back I don't think there's going to be a for better overreaction until that moment where six plus is solidified. Once that moment is solidified, the Sacramento Kings can get no lower than six. Once that's solidified, then, then the, then, then it'll be different. Mm -hmm. But all of the overreactions now are going to be extreme. And this is, this is a tough, it's a tough two games coming out the gate. It's tough because you've only played Portland once. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this team matches up really well with Portland. Um, I think obviously Port- Portland's without Anthony Simons. Uh, we know how good Dame Lillard is. We saw that on full display this weekend. Uh, and then you have the team that I honestly think is going to be the best team over the final 20-some-odd games of the Ooh. season, and that's the Los Angeles Clippers. Ooh, the Clippers are looking crazy right now. You just kind of – like, look at what the roster's looking, looking at possible rotations, the 10-man, 9-man rotation. They looking tough. But you know what? I'm going into that game. I'm not, I'm not as, as, a, as a Kings fan and a Kings supporter, I'm not afraid of what's to come. I think a lot of people out here are afraid. You know, I don't know what you're afraid for. You're not playing, so <laughs> there's that. Number two, I, I take that back. I do understand. We ain't been here. We want it really bad. We want this team to make the playoffs really bad. So I understand the angst. I understand, you know, being nervous about everything's going on. But this team, we say it over and over again. They've answered the bell every single time this year. Every single time. And I don't expect anything different in the final 25 games of this season. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to answer the bell. I think they're going to be a top six team. They're getting into the playoffs. Malik Monk is back. You love to see that. They're going in to the final 25 games as healthy as any team in the league. Let's go ahead and finish this thing off, man. Let's finish this thing off. Let's get to the playoffs. We're going to have a, we're gonna have a couple parties this year. We're going to have a couple parties. Okay. When we get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. when we get the first playoff win, mm-hmm. when we win the first series, mm-hmm. that's three. Three parties at least. Then when we win the Western Conference Finals to go to the NBA Finals. That's going to be crazy. And then, of course, when we um, clinch uh, the NBA championship in Game 5, <laughs> only because um, uh, DeMontis Sabonis fouled out of Game 4. You know, we in, lost in, by in, one. In a, in a, in a recreation of, of Game 6. You know, from two, they're going to look at, oh, okay, they, want, they wanted to stretch this to five games. We get it. So we'll, we'll celebrate when the Kings um, – Beat the, the the Celtics probably in five. Yeah, Is that right, we, Jesse? You know, we, we lost by one. Lost by one. Yeah, with Sabonis fouling. Yeah. They fouled Sabonis out in the second quarter uh, to give the Celtics the best chance. <laughs> in the second quarter. 
<laughs> I'm ready to go, man. Twenty five games left in this season. Let's bring this thing on home. Let's get to the playoffs. And like I said, it's not gonna be like this no more. Enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Live through this. Yeah. Because there ain't gonna be no streak after this year. And I think this is a team that hopefully will make the playoffs from year on going forward. I'm we're not going to be this excited about making the playoffs again. Yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that. Let's 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 keep that in mind too. Because I think this fan base got spoiled many years ago. Oh, for sure. When they made the playoffs eight straight years. Mm-hmm. And you started calling for firings. You started calling for trade. You start and, and and guess what? You got all of them. Mm-hmm. You got the firings, and you've got the trades. And now we might finally have dug ourselves out of that. Enjoy these playoff appearances. It's yo like I I, I know they're an obnoxious Twitter group. Yo, I don't I don't I don't know how hashtag Rip City feels. But I don't think Portland was ever like a championship contender. Like, I don't think Portland ever fell short. I don't think Portland never lived up to expectations. Mm-hmm. I don't think Portland ever had like a 60-something win season or like, oh, they plopped out in the first round. They were consistently good. They gave you tremendous playoff memories, mm-hmm. and they made the playoffs year after year after year. They're in a unique spot right now, but what was that, a, a eight? year run that they made the playoffs seven eight years the Blazers the Blazers yeah that sounds about right so like I think there's you know we'll talk about him later no not that is him him. okay no him as in the uh (laughs) the non-pronoun him uh Mike Malone Mm. in the Denver Nuggets Mm -hmm. you consistently the top seed in the Western Conference you've got who Clearly, in a landslide, is going to be the third time, third straight, third consecutive, third in a row MVP. And and you've you've, you've you don't you don't have any team success to show for that. Mm. That's that's a bit more problematic than the Portland Trailblazers, right? Enjoy this run. It's going to be nerve wracking. It's going to be nauseating. There are going to be days that are going to be tough. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. Th- we talked about this. I don't think the Kings are staying in the three seed. Not an indictment of them. You got Kevin Durant getting ready to join his new team. They only have to win marginally more games than they did before Kevin Durant joined them. The 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 Clippers very clearly have shown all you they're 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 moving at their own pace. They're not concerned what anyone else is doing. Right. They got Russell Westbrook uh over the weekend, which we had long known was coming. Uh, you you you've got Kawhi Leonard entering that if he's not already there in that MVP form. It's not an indictment of Sacramento not finishing third. It's just I think the two teams that are going to be chasing them are really really good, mm-hmm. and particularly the Clippers more than the Suns. But both of them really really good. And then you've got Sacramento and Dallas, and then I think you start throwing in I, I, I guess Minnesota, New Orleans. Okay. Okay, New I mean that's, that's no, just, no, 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 no. I, 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 I know. I, 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 I'm really tempted to put Sacramento and Dallas in a category of their own. I understand we can't right now. Maybe we can next week or the week week after. But I, I can see Phoenix and Los Angeles winning 
games at a clip they slightly higher than what they've already done. Mm-hmm. I can't see that in Minnesota and in New Orleans. I, I'm with you. I agree. I don't. I, agree. I don't even know how I truly feel about Dallas. I don't. I love the Kyrie acquisition, and I love the potential of the Kyrie Luka Doncic backcourt, but I don't know what that means for the Dallas Mavericks as a whole. Yeah, I don't feel great about Dallas. I know at the end of this season they had a pretty easy schedule okay. uh, the rest of the way, and the the ability to score is going to just overwhelm you know the Houston's and stuff like that that they play, but they play zero defense. They got zero rim protection. I think. I, I'm not I'm not crazy about that pairing, although I've said and I but still believe like the ceiling is the roof mm-hmm. with them Shout for sure. ACR Solar. <laughs> yeah, the ceiling is definitely the roof. I just don't know if they're gonna get to the ceiling. Mm. I wanna hear more about that. Um we'll talk about the King's very quiet weekend uh over the all-Star Weekend, boy, and everyone's got something to say about the All-Star Weekend. Mm. My goodness gracious. Uh, sports media dropped the ratings, too. That's not going to make anybody feel good. Plus, a lot happened in the NBA over the last couple of days. Some bad news about Lonzo Ball. Uh, buyout markets all over the place. Uh, surprise, surprise. Trey Young got his way. Mm. Uh, we'll dive into all of that. We'll talk more Kings. We mentioned Mike Malone. We'll dive into that. James Ham, final hour of the show. Much more ahead. We are just getting started. We are back with you live for the next four hours here on Sacramento's Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. No, no, no. Back to d and KC. d and KC on ESPN 1320. Ain't no way we got a more serious topic than the one we were discussing during the commercial break. I think, hey, Roman wins, and you build Jay up like you talked about in either a TLC or SummerSlam. You put this – I think – Does Austin Theory still have the money in the bank? No. Oh, he doesn't? Somehow he lost it. I don't know okay. how he lost it. I, I noticed he, he hadn't been it. like he's money not walking around with it. About. Not TLC. Money in the bank is the, okay. is the one in July. But that's Jay. Jay is, I think Jay, winning and beating Roman is the best story. Yeah, I just don't know what you do after that. Somebody just called the Rock already. <laughs> Be done with it already. Part of me thought, is The Rock going to come out of Montreal? <laughs> like, like, is this going to be the moment? Is he going to fly from D.C. to Montreal? Well, I, I, I thought that he might. Did you watch any of the XFL at all? No, not at all. Really? No. I, didn't, I, mean, I, was, I watched a little bit of it. I, I really did not want to see The walk, Rock giving a speech, which I know it got over. Like, it got over super big, and that's awesome. Yeah. That's literally how the original XFL started was Vince Mc, with the, the The Rock was the very first person seen in 2001 on the original XFL broadcast. Mm. Even before Vince McMahon in his stupid Letterman's jacket. The Rock was the first person seen on the video screen. Mm. I thought, okay, now this now The Rock Dwayne he's obviously in a very different place 22 years later. But as soon as I saw him I was like, oh no. Oh, no. And then he gives this speech, and it's like, that's pretty cool. Like, okay. And then it gets over on social media, and everyone's loving it. And it's like, all right. Once I weeded through all of that stuff, now I'm not going to pretend I sat down and watched five hours of the XFL. It was on as other things in my house were going on. Mm -hmm. But I peeped the screen several times for stuff I thought was pretty dope. Yeah, I did. 
I wasn't actively avoiding it. I think Saturday, oh, Saturday was a busy day. I was, I was gone all day long. Um, and then Sunday, I was kind of gone all day long too. So like I said, I wasn't actively avoiding it. I just didn't see any of it. I, I don't, like, I'm not, they're going to have, they have some work to do with somebody like myself. I'm not interested in watching football right now. They blew it starting, I re, they didn't blow it. I just don't agree with the idea of starting the week after the yeah, Super Bowl. Because that's the, the biggest the, thing. The quality of football is very, very different. Mm-hmm. But I think they make up for it with, like, they have, like, three-point plays, which mm-hmm. I don't think I knew going in. They had three-point conversions. Mm-hmm. Um, the ons, they do yeah. the, the, the onside kick yeah. was, like, f- fourth and f- 15 yeah. on your own 20 or something like that. Should be 25. fourth and 20. Maybe it, no, I think you're right. It is fourth oh. and fifteen, but it should be fourth and twenty. It, I I was just like, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Like that's that's. And then I saw like uh, Twitter pushed out a highlight like that that game. I was that led to a comeback, mm. like because of the three point conversion and the uh, the three point play and the um, the onside fourth and fifteen play. Yeah, that led to a comeback in that game, which I thought was I thought was pretty cool. Um, but the the quality of football is such a step down, and coming off of the Super Bowl, debuting your league the next week is just a bad idea. Uh, I, I don't opinion. I don't think that should be the case. Me me personally, this is just me. Um, they would need a team in Sacramento for me to be really invested in it. Like if it's not any local tie or something like that, it's basketball season. I just spent ten it, of the first thirteen minutes of the show talking about. I'm locked in on the twi- final 25 games of this this basketball season. Like this is it, that's what this time is for. College basketball to start. I was watching a bunch of high school basketball over the weekend, and will again tomorrow night. Shout out to my CKM Lions, the mm. Lady Lions. Ah, damn, yeah. damn, that was tough. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not not checking for the XFL. Just not. I think about 1.2 million people did. I, it's there were people who watched it. Who enjoyed the games, um, who in, who said it was good. I, I've I've only heard positive things about the first weekend of the XFL. The only thing I talk about is like my personal, you know, the way I consumed it. But I heard everybody that watched it thought it was pretty good. I remember Vince McMahon's whole thing was I miss football. <laughs> like, all right, cool. That's a, it's a great idea. Let's start the week after the Super Bowl. No, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, and I'm not sure why. You know the the Rock, Danny Garcia. Why that Seven Bucks Production Group chose to replicate that, if it, and and part of it might have to do with the USFL mm-hmm. starting up in April? Mm-hmm. Question mark. But I I think that's the one thing they could have done without. But if you stumble across it, because you you know I'm not the person clamoring for football on a Sunday. Like I could care less that it's mm-hmm. gone. Did you watch Tiger? Care less. Uh, I watched a little bit of t- again on Saturday. Um, did he, did he, I, I really don't, I was traveling on Sunday. Did he play on Sunday? Yeah. Did, did he do well or was he in the, in uh, the running? Or? I mean, no, 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 no. He wasn't in the running. He was like 14, 15 strokes back, but he, but he played, mm-hmm. which is an accomplishment. Yeah. In like that's like, that's most people didn't think he'd make the cut. Right. And most people thought, okay, if he makes a cut, he's probably not going to play. Did uh, he do the whole days. 18 holes? Yeah, I believe so. I didn't watch Sunday, but I, I believe he did all, 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 all 18. <laughs> you know how that usually goes. Ah, 
Well, I think yeah. he, I think for him it was I think for him once he made the cut it was important to finish. I'm glad he finished. But I thought he he I, th- I don't I don't I don't remember if it was uh one of the days I think there was a turn. Like he was yeah. under, you know, he 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 was he was minus 1 2 and then I think it it's probably Saturday. Might have gotten a little he, rocky he did after really, that. He did well to make the cut. He I made think. the cut, yeah. So it was probably Saturday. I was glad to see um him finish out the weekend. Yeah. That was that was dope to see. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that meant to be a smart-ass remark about well, you the know, fight you started over the No, weekend? it wasn't that. It, oh. that. it actually had nothing to do with that. Oh. But it was just, you know, when Tiger's out of contention, ah, my knee, I can't finish this. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, my back, I can't finish this. Uh, what am I? Ten strokes back? Ah, ah, ah. I think finishing <laughs> uh, the round was important to Tiger. And I'm glad he did. I didn't ask him. Uh, that should might surprise have. you. That's I should your have, boy. But yeah, you talk to him. You got his number. You text him. That's not even remotely true. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. In, 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 interesting weekend for sure. All of that stuff was more interesting than the All Star game. Uh, the, we'll 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 get to the All Star game. In, in, let's touch on actual NBA stuff here. Okay. Um, Nate McMillan was fired yesterday by the Atlanta Hawks. Mm. Everybody send your shocked face emoji in the chatty house because I'm sure everyone is stunned to hear that uh, Nate McMillan was fired. I am stunned that it happened during the season. And at this point, at this point in the season, like Mm. if it was going to happen, I thought it was going to happen earlier when they had their little dust up publicly. Yeah. And the fact that they seem to move on from that actually played solid basketball. And then all-star break, they're like, yeah, let's, let's move on. But I'm surprised they, the timing of it. Okay, so they they are a game under. So they're they're. I think you're being a little generous with how they're playing right now. Th- no, they've gotten back. They've gone back down again. Oh, there okay. was a time when they were playing good, and now they've gotten. And that's why I, I think that's why I think they just kind of leveled out. Like, mm-hmm. all right, if this is where we are, just get through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not there anymore, and it could have been one of those excuses. Just. If the team drops off again, we'll put a wrap on it. Mm-hmm. Team dropped off. They're a game below 500 now. And Nick McMillan is, is fired because Do of Do you think it's fair, it's justified to label Trey Young a coach killer? Uh, no. I don't you know I'm I'm I I'm not the biggest fan of that dude or this team mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But was it Lloyd Pierce? Mm-hmm. I I don't think it was just Trey with Lloyd Pierce. Mm-hmm. It sounded like there was it just sounded like Lloyd may, maybe hadn't found his coaching style yet or <laughs> maybe had a unique coaching style that doesn't work with a lot of young men in the NBA. I'm not really sure what yeah. it was, but Nate McMillan I'll put on the shoulders of Trey Young. Absolutely. I don't know that I would put Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd, if you could convince me to put Lloyd Pierce on Trey Young, then the answer would be yes. Lloyd Pierce looking like Uncle Phil. Well. <laughs> the new Uncle Phil. Oh! <laughs> don't he look like Uncle Bel-Air, Phil? Bel Air back tonight. Bel Air back tonight. I got one more episode I got to finish. You've had one more episode for seven months. I know. I just I hadn't had a chance to watch my stuff, man. You know, I, I almost watched The Office last night. <laughs> Why do you do this? It was on It was on Comedy Central. I, almost, I was like, ah, I could jump it's in. It's always on Comedy Central. I know. It's literally always on we Comedy Central. We talk about Central. this. But then I turned it on and mm-hmm. I was watching. And it looked like, I think it might have been season five. That's what it said on the info. Okay. It looked like 
the I don't know their names, the guy and the secretary were yeah. together. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't want to I want to see how that happened. Yeah, so I big, turned the channel. Big, yeah, big spoiler. Oh for God's sake. I turned sake. the channel. I didn't want to so... I don't want to I don't want I don't, I don't, I don't want to see how I want to see how that happens. We, I don't want to jump in with them already together. We gotta turn this into a segment because he starts it the same way every time. He always I almost says watched he, the yeah, office the same <laughs> exact line I, word I for it, word. I turned it on the show last night. And the first thing I saw was them sitting at a table and they looked like they were together. And I said, well, they're together. I don't, I want to know how that happened. I'm turning the channel. You're not going to find out how they got together in that episode. I don't care. The fact that they're together, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to see it that way. Can't wait to talk to Kenny about it 15 years from now. <laughs> wait till he finds out about Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to it. But. Okay. Yeah, that is more, definitely more, the title of the segment. One more by the episode. Way. One, I, I almost watched The Office last night. One more episode of Bel Air, and okay. you guys, there was a little bit of a spoiler alert. Snowfalls coming back. Like there's Snowfall there's some good back. programs yeah. coming back. I, I'm caught up on BMF. I know that much. I'm not. Yeah, I, I think I, I think BMF. I need to start the whole season over. BMF a little wild. It's a little uh, wild. It's so okay, it's not good, is it? No, I, I enjoy it. It's lost. Like both the first, I, I watched the first two. They both lost my attention. I and now it. I'm on, and now it's like maybe I should just start over, start the two episodes over and get. Maybe going. so. I enjoy it. It's fun. The only wild part is how they got uh, Lamar. It's like, come on, man, mm. <laughs> come on, man. This this guy needs to be on Marvel Comics, not on BMF. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. He's 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 season five Omar levels of jumping off an eight story building and nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So there's that. Um, yeah, I gotta watch Bel Air though. Okay, but I was gonna. Oh, that's oh. what I was gonna say. Oh. I was gonna say nobody is. It's not really a spoiler, but as I've continued to watch, and you're like, you haven't gotten to Marlon Wayne's yet, huh? And I said, mm. no. Mm. Well, I know exactly who Marlon Wayne's is. It's mm. great casting. Mm-hmm. Great casting mm-hmm. when you think about it. But now I know. Before I was like, Marlon Wayne's. What's he doing on? Now I know exactly who Marlon Wayans is. Yeah, I think Marlon's only in the last episode, yeah. if I remember. Well, because that's the only episode you have, and you haven't seen Marlon, so yeah, yeah. He, he's only in the last episode. Um, how did we get from Nate McMillan to Marlon Wayans? <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. I was like, we got to talk about this. Nate McMillan. Got wait, I already said that. Like, how did we get here? Because we talked about Trey being a coach. Uh, Lloyd Pierce looks like new Uncle Phil. That's what it was. <laughs> that led us to the office. Kenny almost watched the office. Back to Bel Air. BMF got it. All right, yeah. full circle. So I the, to to Trey Young though. Um, I mean, I just I I feel like that's that's always like I try not to do that. Right, like call somebody a coach killer. That's that's a lot. Right. But well, I do feel like I do feel like Trey could have, um, if he really wanted those two coaches there, he could have made his presence known. And I don't know how much he really wanted those two coaches there. Is this his? This isn't his third coach, is it? I think it's his it's second. second. So he's going second. into his third. Yeah, because so Mike, Pierce was Mike Budenholzer was there before, and well, he didn't coach Trey. No, no he he wouldn't have had that either. Oh no, he would have. It would have been a third no. coach. <laughs> Remember, been remember when some of y'all wanted Mike Budenholzer fired? <laughs> hey, remember that? Because he couldn't get out no, of the Eastern Conference Finals. No. Remember when some of y'all wanted Mike Budenholzer fired? I didn't say I wanted him fired. fired. Uh-huh. I said that's when they they were going to look at it. Mm. And yeah. Coach Bud was looking a little crazy there. He was looking a little crazy in that series. Y'all wanted Coach Bud fired, man. Looking amazing. a little crazy. Uh, Quinn Schneider, Charles Lee, and 
the bell of the ball, uh, Kenny Atkinson, I guess, mm-hmm. are all being uh, looked at for this uh, Atlanta Hawks position, which I was a bit unclear in what I read from Woj. The process is starting now. Are they going to hire the coach during the season? I can't believe they would. I mean, that's what it sounded like too. Like Woj, what was like the pro- the process is starting right now. Right. So I don't I don't know if this is a situation. Where, I don't know why you'd hire the coach and be like, all right, see you in September. <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me too. That's how I read it as well. But that just seems I wouldn't expect them to do that, right? Like I would expect them to go with the interim, play out the season. And then have a full, real coach search right now. But I mean, they could have the search well, right now. I don't it think seems there's any reason you can't have a real co- coach search. You, right you now, can't. You're right. You're Unless right. you're expecting people to be fired. You're, you're right. And then isn't that what we saw with Minnesota? Yeah, they had an in-season yep. search. I guess. Well, no, I think the thing with Minnesota was they, they didn't. didn't have a search. <laughs> they didn't have a search. The, the, they're the eighth seed. And they still got. They got like solid players. Maybe they're just thinking like. Just they need the right guy to come here and just kind of put it together. Maybe they think they're a coach away from co- actually competing. I mean, that's the only thing that would make sense to me. They got a good roster. They got a lot Putting of it together. Yeah, like season. they have players. Maybe they're just like, yeah, it's not yeah. working with Nate. In another case of, whoops, I forgot, uh, Jacques Vaughn. <laughs> Jacques Vaughn. <laughs> Jacques Vaughn is the latest interim coach who we completely forgot was an interim coach yeah. uh, to get a contract. Or I, I don't even know that you call it a contract extension, but he has the interim title removed. He gets a contract to be the head coach mm-hmm. uh, of this very, very, very different Brooklyn Nets team uh, than he took over a handful of months ago. Yeah, he's he's done a he did a good job when he took over um, for Steve Nash, kind of turning that uh, team around with KD yeah. and Kyrie. And now, you know, on the flip side, we talked about it a little bit last week, and I don't know if what I said got misinterpreted a little bit. I don't think Brooklyn is is trash. They got talent on that roster. Mm-hmm. They got they got guys that can play. Are they a championship contender anymore? I, absolutely not. No. But, I mean, they're a team that after you broke down the standings, they'll be in the top six. They'll be a tough out for whoever they play in that first round. And it's a good 2020 vibes. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good start. This team got strong 2020 vibes. When, yeah. It's you a, know, KD didn't play, Kyrie didn't play, and they busted their ass in the bubble, um, even before the bubble. Uh, they were working hard. It's a um, it's a it's a real good start. I think now, this group's more talented. Now, here's something that I I did say because we were breaking down like where they're at, what's going on, and I think uh, a couple of people um, got upset or didn't agree. I don't know if they got upset, but didn't just didn't agree with me when I said I don't think this Nets team is in front of Orlando. Yeah, what do you that think was why. No, like I think this. I, I think this Brooklyn Nets team is really good. I think they're, they're not. I don't believe they're a championship contender, but this all boils down to the same thing we talked about last week. I think I think more highly of Mikel Bridges than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have like enough like little pieces. Like I I think this is a legitimate top six contending team now and next year. I like this team more than Orlando. I like this team more than Atlanta. I like this team. I like this Brooklyn Nets team a lot more than I like a number of other teams, and I probably like them more than the New York Knicks. But let's that's play, probably ooh, just let's, let's play a game. So, and I like if games. you got three years with the team, mm-hmm. let's make it five because you can see it all the way through. You taking you taking Brooklyn or Orlando? Oh, if you giving me three years to be the head coach, or just or, like or, or, or just fan. attaching my name yeah. to. Uh, 
I'm taking Orlando. The best player is on Orlando. <laughs> you got a potential franchise-changing player right there. And you got a guy like Franz Wagner. And you got Cole Anthony. Franz you got Jalen Suggs. <laughs> um, I think they got Wendell Carter, too. Bo Bo looks crazy sometimes. Yeah, he does. Bo Bo looks the, insane The sometimes. Athletic made a, like, it was like an all fun team or something uh, like that, and Bo Bo was on it. I was like, that's absolutely <laughs> the right call. Bo Bo um, looked like, like Yama sometimes. I don't know, bro. I kind of like Brooklyn, but I'll concede there's no question who the best player on the two teams are, and that's – that's the biggest wild card, right? Like mm-hmm. Paolo, because Paolo could wind up being <laughs> Paolo could be and everything people thought Zion was going to be. Yeah, and not that Zion isn't those things; he absolutely is when he plays. Uh, but if, if Paolo stays healthy, like yeah, he's he's the best player on both I, of those rosters, and it's probably not close. But. I, I like, know. but don't get it twisted. I, I, I like Brooklyn's team, and I, and you talk about some of the other pieces. Seth Curry, you know I love mm-hmm. Seth Curry. You know what I'm saying? And and Ben Simmons, if he can, if he's maybe free to play how he would want to play, potentially, where I don't have to shoot, I can dish it out to See, shooters all over the place. And like it's it's weird. Like I'm not having this conversation. Like I'm I'm not bringing this name up in conjunction with Paolo. Paolo is just like by himself. But I think Nick Claxton's really good too. I like Nick Claxton. I like Nick. He's like, I think Wendell Carter's. If I take Brooklyn just for the sake of argument, it's by like a, it's by like a smidge. I'd really want to, above all else, to attach myself to Paolo Pinkero. <laughs> I heard, a, I heard a, your boys uh, Simmons and Rosillo were talking. I was listening oh, yeah, to the podcast. Guys, yeah, and, good friends. Spent and the Simmons, weekend together. Simmons said something that sounded uh, sounded crazy. It sounded. I said, "Come on, man! Why are we doing this?" But then I thought about it. I was like, "Damn! All right, is it crazy?" So he said something to. He's talking about Paolo, and he's like, "Yeah, Paolo just—it looks amazing." Like, do you? Is there any scenario where moving forward in his career, you don't see him averaging less than twenty-eight points a game? Twenty-eight. And I was like, "That's my same thought." Like twenty-eight. And then I was like, damn, like. <sighs> we really just normalized averaging 28 <laughs> points in your, in but, your, but in I, your career. Paolo is that type of dude where, damn, like. that. Oh, he, it doesn't seem, like, it seems crazy when you first hear it. It's like, stop, stop. What's he, do you, you know thought, what he's averaging right now? At the top I of thought it's probably like 19. It's probably I my, it was my guess. Than, but I'll, I'll, I'll look. But it's like, damn, Paolo. Yeah, it's he, I mean nineteen point nine, round up yeah, twenty points, twenty a night already, twenty a night right 20. now in his rookie season. He, he's he's leading. Whew. What is he? Nineteen. He's leading in twenty. His age or his points? His age. Uh, he I would might think have he's turned 20. twenty. Yeah, I was thinking. I, 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 I would think he's year. twenty, but he's leading Orlando in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Twenty-eight points a game for like. You know the next six seven years. That's that's, that's a little crazy. bit. That's a bit much. I think I think next year though he'll be up to like twenty five. Paolo, that dude. I I remember and you 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 were here when I said it and I saw him that first game at Duke. I said, damn, that's Carmelo Anthony all over again. Yeah, he's bigger than Carmelo. 
He's shooting 41. So, you know, he doesn't shoot the three very well. Um, That's going to improve. He's a 75% three-point shooter. What? Yeah, well. <laughs> no. <laughs> free throw shooter. Sorry, 75% free throw shooter. Um, 41% from the field. 33 minutes. Jesse says there's seven guys averaging 30 a game right now. That's a lot. Yeah, the top 10, like the least amount is like 27 a game at 10th. Mm. Paolo, Paolo's, Paolo is going to get better as a scorer. It's going to become easier and easier. I believe that. So I could see him going. He's at I 20 right now. That. I could see him being 23 to 25 in his second season. <clears throat> and and he's got happens, and think. he's got that build, too. Like he is a he's a big dude. Yeah. Um, he's big. He's strong. He's skilled. Uh, stale, I think the healthy. I think the three point shooting is going to improve to the point where he's like you've got to guard him out there. Sky's the limit for that kid. Couldn't agree more. Um, many people once felt that way about Lonzo Ball, oh. and when we read the update over the summer on Lonzo Ball, we both kind of knew that Ooh. this moment was coming, and it arrived yesterday. Lonzo Ball. Uh, out for the entire year. Uh, the Bulls counted that by signing uh, Pat Beverly, uh, Kevin Love headed to the Miami Heat, uh, and we'll see Russell Westbrook on Friday um, when the Kings take on the Clippers uh, in Los Angeles. We'll dive back into the Kings. Plus, Mike Malone's act is getting really played. Mm. In fact, Mike Malone's act has been played. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about his latest uh, when we return here. Uh, it's Thilo and Casey. Phone lines are open for you, by the way, 916-909-1320. You can watch the show on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Uh, James Ham, final hour of the show here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN1320. Thilo and Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Can you get roughed up in the chat a little bit? They need to shut the hell up. All right. Will Drake Bars return this week? Yes. Well, yeah, Friday. I was about to say we might not have an opportunity, but yeah, we'll have an opportunity on Friday. Thursday and Friday. Well, I mean, they play Thursday and Friday. Um, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching the uh, the the show yesterday a little mm -hmm, bit. mm -hmm. Can't be eating during these interviews, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was hungry. I'm glad that you, you want me to do. Do you know how many? Okay, okay. Since we're since we're doing that, if we could like eating, uh, it's whatever. If we could navigate around like the retainers coming in and out, there are times oh, I've gone man. to cut a clip and there's oh man, cartoon pulling the retainer out of his mouth with a slobber line oh, four and a half man. feet long. Like, see, the whole thing is I try, uh, I try to keep them in, and then it just gets crazy. I'm like, nah, I gotta get it out. I try as long as I can to to keep the the retainers in. We'll put you in charge of editing reels, and then that'll be like, (laughs) yeah, I really got to stop doing a couple of these things because we'll have this great reel plan, and Kenny takes a big bite out of some peanut M&Ms. It's like, oh, we'll find a different one. (laughs) It's fine. We'll keep it moving. Um, Mike Malone had jokes uh, to make uh, regarding the Sacramento Kings, as he so regularly does. Uh, this on the heels of him coaching in the All-Star game. He made a remark talking to, was it the Chetty House, was it the Woj podcast? And he was, well, never once in my 
has it been eight years or however long it's been in Denver, has the owner come into my office and said, let's play four on five. And it Stop gets this. <laughs> like, bro, get over it. Yeah. Like, like I, I get it. It went ill. You were wronged. Everybody knows that. Literally, the entire city is on your side with this. Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to stop. Stop bringing up the Sacramento Kings and every – stop bringing up how you – you landed in a great situation. You're coaching the soon-to-be three-time MVP. You've got a, a, a great squad. You've been a great coach. You proved all of the people who were involved in your firing wrong from jump. And I get it. Like, it's hard to let some of that stuff go. Hold on to it for a second. They'll hold on to it for you. Two years. Three years. At some point, bro, this is unhealthy. Mm. Mike, let it go. Michael, excuse me. Michael, let it go. Move on. Because now now you're not a baby face anymore. Now you're just a jackass. You're coming across as a jackass. Knock it off. Keep it moving. And we all know, and for those that don't, and who still believe this stupid, tired-ass-ass story, Vivek Ronadive did not ask Michael Malone to play four on five. Yeah, they got to stop that. They, they, they and the fact that Mike Malone still goes out there and Michael Malone still goes out there and says that, like, bro, you got don't, don't come on, man, that's dumb. Right. You you've made your point by succeeding. You've made your point by winning. Now keep it moving because what I'm gonna do is relish when your team gets eliminated. Don't don't do that. I have too much respect for you. Right. Stop talking about Sacramento. Stop talking about Vivek Ranadive. Stop trying to make jokes about stuff that very clearly didn't happen, but because all the little guys in the media don't take two seconds to truly like dive into something and fact check it, they've run with it for a decade. And it, it's not even it's, it's not even it is fact checking too, but it's like common sense. Like come on now. <laughs> like no. Nobody's out there saying let's play 4 on 5. I, like that's that's where I do, like um, I do like have respect for Uncle V and everything that's going on. Like he, from everything that I could tell, he came in there like, well, why don't we do this? Not let's do this. Like here's something that's working here. Why don't we do it here? And Mike Malone, anybody else might be like, because you can't. Oh, okay, I was <laughs> just asking. <laughs> I was just asking a question. It makes sense. Yeah, we can't do it. All right, cool. That's not somebody, once again, coming in telling you to play four on five or anything like that. Michael Malone, I like Michael Malone a lot. I think he's a great coach. Seems like a great guy. I've never met him, but everybody vouches for him. I like him a lot. I agree with you. He's got to stop all this. This is this is getting whack. And and I really uh, – there's something about it that, that rubs me the wrong way. It doesn't – it doesn't make me feel the way I think they're trying to make these things feel when Michael Malone or Tyrese Halliburton always come out with that, oh, man, I'm so happy for the fans of Sacramento. They they deserve That's great fans. You know, I've said a number of times, I love the fans. I love the fans. It, it, it's, it's just great for them. Part of me is like, shut the hell up, man. Ain't nobody trying to hear all that. That's, that's just how I feel about it. Shut up. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Like, all right, we get it. Like, you don't like the, the the front office or the ownership or whatever the case may be. It's just it's whack to me. It's whack. It is. Um, and it's time for Michael to move on. Uh, 916-909-1320 if you want to be a part of the conversation. Uh, one thing that Mike Malone did say over the weekend that was true, 
uh, had nothing to do with the Sacramento Kings because despite the fact Mike still hold, Michael still holds on to this grudge. And, and real quick on that, to your point, I like you said, I'm not I'm not going to relish so much when he loses to the Suns. Like I could care less, but you come up against the the Kings at any point in your coaching career, you public enemy number one for me. Mm. You've been talking crazy, been talking crazy, Mike. You public enemy number one, Tyrese. You've been talking crazy. I love you, Tyrese. You come up against the Kings, I got to roll with, with with my people. Oh, that's a given. Yeah, and I'm a, a I'm gonna talk crazy to you because you're talking crazy. Yeah, we got you, we got you. Talking all that mess. We got you. Just letting it be known. Uh, one thing Mike Malone did say that was accurate because, again, Michael wasn't sitting at home over the weekend. He was coaching the All-Star team. Uh, another example of, hey, Michael, your point's proven. You've already won, but that's okay. Keep, 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 keep hammering the same nail over and over again. Uh, he did say following the All-Star game that this is the worst basketball I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, and he wasn't wrong. And the, the 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 funny thing is these, you know, think pieces, and I get it, content's tough right now, so you've got to find something to talk about. And let's bitch about the All-Star game. It's cool. That's 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 fine. I don't have any beef with the All-Star game because I, I know I know people hate this. Mm-hmm. And I know this is a completely like irrational concept. I was bored during the draft. I thought the draft was excruciatingly long and incredibly boring. Mm. And as I drudged through that, begging for something exciting to happen, I was just like, this is dumb. And I walked away from it Mm. and then flipped back. It was like, oh, they're doing this. I'm good. And didn't watch it anymore. And again, I know that's a weird concept for people. I know the I know what people would rather hate watch something and bitch about it than just find something else to do with their day. But what the NBA needs to decide is this a live event show or is this a television show? Because if it's a live event show, I'm guessing all those people in Utah left happy. They got to see Jason Tatum score 55. They got to see dunks. They got to see their favorite ball players interacting. And it, no one's going there like, man, I hope this is really competitive. They're going there to be entertained. I'm guessing those people who were in Salt Lake City were entertained. Mm-hmm. From a television perspective, though, that is not compelling television. And what they've got to decide moving forward is, are we a – Television broadcast, or are are, are we a live event? Is the All-Star game a live event? Um, Because trying to balance the two, trying to serve both those entities, Mm -hmm. it's going to fail you miserably. Well, it all all comes down to the game. And and I I do – players, this is on you. This is on you. It all comes down to the game. I I understand what you're saying about – is it a TV event and all this other stuff? If they're playing, if they're playing the game for real, none of that matters. But they're not going to play the game for real, that, and that's Why? the problem. Like the, it's not a problem, though. It is a problem. Why? Because they, if you're going for somebody like myself, who, and not saying you don't love basketball, but somebody who loves my loves basketball, loves the the competition aspect of it. If you're going to watching the wrong thing, no, I. But I'm not. I'm also not the one like complaining talking about like oh i'm you know this is the worst thing ever it is what it is but that doesn't hide the fact that it's it's awful and 
these guys they need to they need to do need to do better. They need to do better as players. Like there there's no there's no need for what we saw on Sunday and what we've seen the last ten All Star games. There's no need for that. Like if you're gonna do that. Okay. Then don't get into no, the it's game. No, it's all good. Like, these are all fun. Like, I'm seeing the, 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 the dope ones in here said, the problem is it was competitive in the past. Cool, 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 cool. I'm seeing pragmatic pessimists. Lowest rated all-star game ever. That's facts. The, can you do it for me? The Doc Rivers? I wish they tell the whole story. There's, there is a story behind that, by the way, and I know it's not as sensational as the push notification that says lowest rating of all time. It absolutely was the lowest rating of all time. All-star ratings have been trash. 